episode of Novel Black Girl. It's your girl, Vanika Renee. I'm here with my two lit chicks. Say hello to the people. Hey, y'all. It's Alana, your tech girl that loves to read. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Robin. Just out here loving, laughing, and living life. And today on this episode, we are talking about Kindred. It is an oldie but goodie by the lovely Octavia Butler. Um, so we wanted to kind of give you guys a synopsis of it, just in case it's not a book that you've read yet. So Alana, you want to tell the people what it's about? Yes, yeah, so I'm just going to read straight from the book itself so y'all can get this first-hand account of what she wanted to tell y'all. All right, so Dana, a modern black woman, is celebrating her 26th birthday with her new husband when she is snatched abruptly from her home in California and transported to Antebellum South. Rufus, the white son of a plantation owner, is drowning, and Dana has been summoned to save him. Dana is drawn back repeatedly through time to, sl- to the slave quarters, and each time the stay grows longer, more arduous, and more dangerous until it is uncertain whether or not Dana's life will end long before it has a chance to begin. Thanks for reading that. So for those of you who want the best in history, Antebellum basically means before the Civil War happened, this is where Dana keeps getting thrown in. So the book takes place um, in 1976. And so she's going between like the 1800s and then back to 1976. So she's going back and forth to that time frame. And Dana is a black woman married to a white man um, who ends up going back with her as well. So you guys can imagine it's been an adventure for her. So my first question for you ladies is let's say you're headed back to 1815 at any moment. So for Dana, these things happened randomly. She could be cooking and she'd disappear. What would you grab to bring with you? If I'm learning from Dana's experience, I know one of the things that she thought to grab later was like soap. (laughs) Right? Like they don't get the opportunity to wash very often, but I know that, or a toothbrush and toothpaste, right? And so, like, that would be one thing that I would find important. But one thing she didn't have that probably would have helped her a lot was, like, clothes that were suitable for the time period, because that got her in trouble a lot. People thinking she was a man, people thinking she was better than other people because she wore men's clothing, just, it was a bunch of stuff involved with, like, her clothing choice, because she wore pants. I got plenty of dresses. Are they suitable for the 1800s? Probably not, but they would probably get me by a little further than some jeans and a t-shirt, so I might have to, you know, grab me a little dress, some layers or something. At least with the jeans and the t-shirt, t-shirt you covered, because I feel like if we wore one of our sundresses, Back then, that would have been worse. Fair. I don't think it was going to help, though, because it seemed like when she did get in trouble, the the whippings and all of that stuff, the clothing didn't help it. It ripped right through the clothes. Anyway. Yeah, the clothes was coming off regardless. So. That's true. So, I don't know. What else would I take? Uh, she took maps and stuff, which I thought was clever enough. But I don't know if it ever was really as helpful as it could have been. I don't know. I can't think. In that moment, the first time, I just would have been barefoot and empty-handed. <laughs> like, but trying to prepare the next time a weapon 
Something. Definitely would have brought some snacks. Not some snacks. <laughs> some trail mix. <laughs> you ain't trying to eat no scraps. Now, why? <laughs> no, because sometimes she was stuck in the woods, like, not knowing where she was at. But she knew Rufus was nearby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like no survivor or nothing. She snacks, in, snacks in a weapon. <laughs> I would have bought a knife like she did. Yes, for um, sure. I don't know that I just have a pocket knife handy around my house, so I might have had to figure that one out. I would have definitely bought medicine. I think that helped a lot throughout that's, the trip. That's true. Um, so I would have brought hella medicine and then repellent from these hoes, from these bugs outside. Not the bugs. You know, the mosquitoes at one point in the book were a big issue. And so I brought me some repellent. I don't have medicine at my house like that. Like, I got to leave. That's about it. Like also a flashlight. Dude. I don't have that either. Well, you don't have a flashlight. Flashlights in your house? Like, your power go out? What you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna sit in the dark. Oh, that ain't nothing different no way. But right, cause she's staying in the dark. Right. <laughs> pants. I would have wore a whole sweatpants outfit. I don't care. Um, you would still wear pants. Oh man, I would have Oh, I'm telling you, a sweatpants outfit. A nice. Not in the south. It's hot. I'd have tried to blend in. Nah, I'm not. I'm not a straight ass. Doing the work you want me to do. I'm not bending over to wash clothes and tubs in a dress. Not unless I can be braless and pantyless and booty clapping everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like, what is that you wearing? What you going to say, this is made from the stuff you picking? It's cotton. It is. At least you can explain that. One of her little jeans or whatever. They're like, Man, And then they go smack you for being smart. She was already getting whipped around. I'm not coming in no dress. I ain't doing all that. I definitely would have had on my combat boots, though. Be lucky if I'm coming some leggings, okay? <laughs> that it all. I would have had some pants, some leggings, or something under my dress. But I'm wearing a dress to fit in for a minute. I would have been layered up. Right. Let somebody try to beat me. Well, sweatpants. That's what I'm saying. You wear you some sweatpants. You be all right. It's Maryland. It ain't the deep south. It's Maryland. Humid. Not far from New York. It's Maryland. Humidity. They get cold. We'll be all right. Howard. What else? Medicine. I like the idea of a flashlight, but I don't think I would have bought it. Nah. Because I'm not using that in the woods for them to see my little flashlight. They ain't going to be used to that little light. I can't think of. Listen, I'd have been doomed. I'd have panicked every I time. I thought of toothbrush and toothpaste. Me too. Maybe a spray bottle for my hair if I was natural. Okay, so do y'all have like a bag packed now for like survival purposes? Like if something was to happen, you got a bag packed out. I have a fire bag, but it only has the important paperwork and pictures in it. It doesn't have clothes. But no. I the bag that I'm grabbing if there's a fire. Got it. No, I don't have any. That's why I'm always wearing bra and panties. Because if something happens, I just run about the house. Yeah, I'm that's not my that's not my priority. Right. I will go. I will go the rest of my life without both of those things. No problem. Y'all gonna get this fat when we come out of the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. backpack. Maybe I should put a change of clothes in there. 
I don't have a bag. I feel like I should have a bag. And I also feel like because I'm back in Indiana now, especially with the snow we just got, what if I would have got stuck somewhere? I ain't got nothing in my car but some water. I know blankets. I don't have no like extra change of clothes, no snacks. I got snacks, Advil, water, and a throw sheet in my car. I need, I need a, I need to do better. I need a flashlight, and I got a tire changing kit in the back. I do have I that. Have all of that. I used to keep like two gallons of water, my athletic training kit. But then I'm like, my truck always full. Like I can't get nothing in there when Thanks. I need stuff. So, but. Yeah, I used to have a little bit of I used to have, definitely have my athletic training kit. And that had like medicine, bandages, yeah, a spleen. It had a little bit of everything in there. I was asking because I was wondering if y'all had a bag now that you use, would similar things come with you? But it doesn't sound like. I think I would not be. I would just have my documents in there like. Birth certificate, passport. Yeah, that's the stuff I have. Emergency cash, stuff like that. Oh, I don't got no cash in there. Because, I mean, if it's like doomsday, no ATMs or banks are going to be open. I need Mm -hmm. to do better about having cash available to me. Me too. I was just thinking about that recently. Like, I just need a little stash. I need a big stash. I need a good 10 grand in cash. The way the world set up right now, I just pull out. You gonna hide it under your mattress like the grandma's back in the day? No, I hide it in your box TV like on Soul Food. Wow. <laughs> I got other places to hide it. Do you have a safe? I do not. But when no. I, I feel like when I get a house, that's gonna be the, the housewarming gift for myself. Yeah. So I can like keep my documents in there and stuff. Low-key, some of my documents still at my parents' house. <laughs> no. You know what? I recently had a conversation. I don't know where my high school diploma is. And I had to ask uh-huh. myself, like, did we pay tuition? <laughs> <laughs> like, did I ever see this thing? Maybe my mama got it. But I surely, that was the first thought. Like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Might have had a balance and just watched the stage. Ain't nobody ever asked you for it. For what? Like yeah, the phone. Well, they just ask for your transcript. Oh, that's true. They don't need that degree. I have all my degrees in one place, but I'm like, maybe my mom kept the high school one. But I, I think my high school one is at the house too in Jersey. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> I, I have mine. Like I could go get it right now and show y'all. Like, I have all my other degrees, all the masters and DePaul, all of that's back there. Yeah, I hear that. All my other degrees. Freedom <laughs> And my licenses. I have everything. I need to get my high school one. Alright, so let's talk about her being married to this white man. So Kevin is a real ride or die. There's a time when she's about to disappear and go back to the 1800s and Kevin grabs onto her and goes back with her. And there's a time where they kind of do this for a little bit and he starts to get comfortable a little bit. Yeah. With being there. Ooh, comfortable. How would yeah. y'all navigate that? 
This is why I couldn't be married to no white man, because it's stuff like that I feel like would come up even in 1976. <laughs> like, what? I, I don't know. I feel like I would have. She loved that man. You could tell she loved him. I because think she, she loved her. I do too, but I'm saying in that moment, you could tell that she really loved him because she always tried to teach and correct him versus like being pissed off because I would have been pissed off. And I don't know if I would have been nice, like, bruh. Because he don't think through that stuff. He doesn't have to because he's a white man. Like, what did he say about going to the West to see the... And he said it wasn't that bad there. Yeah, talk about that. It's not that, not as bad as I would have thought it would be because, you know, there's no overseers, you know, there aren't people you're getting... About, like, you're not getting whipped. Like, I got whipped. Right, look at look at my back, and look at these kids' backs, cause they was whipping whipping the kids, eight nine years old. And the kids playing like they were selling each other, like that was a normal game for them, which took me out. That yeah, was- that tore me up too, cause she was like, "Wait, hold on, let me get closer, cause what they look like they doing, ain't no way." And so sure enough, I haven't read the book. There's a scene where the the kids are like standing on a log. And they're playing, they're clearly mocking adults. And what they're doing is a bunch of black kids mocking, selling this little girl. And she's defending herself, saying she's worth more, comparing like how much he tried to sell her versus another little girl that they practice playing with. Um, but they're literally saying, like, she gonna work hard and give you good kids. Like, and these are black kids mocking this. Like, yeah, they legit That was And little kids. Talking and they were describing her. Yeah, they were right. smaller because they couldn't even work in the field. So mm-hmm. the fact that right, that's how they spend in their spare time. Talking about yeah, she's gonna make a good such and such, and mm-hmm. she knows how to cook and blah blah blah. Like what is crazy? And he was like, well, that's what happened when I got so me and my mom got so, and it's just so sad that that's like so ingrained in their. What do you guys think is the modern day version of that game? Oh. Um, what, do, what do kids play these days? Kids even go outside. I think kids the modern day gangster, I say. Like this, their pants hanging. Like they just, they start to take on that culture really early if that's their norm and only thing that they see. Which doesn't then encourage them to do more with their life, right? Like, that's not the same kid going, yeah, I can't wait to get to college. <laughs> like, it's almost like they're getting ready to run these streets. Um, that's fair. I think that's one of the only things I can think about. And then I, I guess singing the songs that they sing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this dependence on getting the bag is a big deal too because they're the girl that gets your bag from the man right right right. yeah that's that yep and and this idea that men have to take care of them in this certain way i was just always like instagram social media and all of that stuff like um the whole like broken bag thing that was going around so just like okay you can be out here on quote unquote Instagram hoe and get all this stuff you know 
expose your body this way. OnlyFans, they out here auctioning off on OnlyFans. What do you think about? So her and Kevin kind of navigated like she would sleep in Kevin's room, and everybody kind of knew they had something going on between master and slave. But then there was this culture of like the slaves hate you if you're the one getting chose by the master, and like the slaves would call you a white n word um, and had animosity towards you. How would you guys navigate that? Because at the same time, if you were sleeping with the master, you got treated better. Right. What, what do you guys think? We, we really don't know, but how would you have navigated that? I'd be a hoe. I'm going to tell y'all straight up. I'm, I would milk it. Master down. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to milk it because the conditions otherwise just would have been too much. Yeah, I can't be in the field. It just would have been too much. Sleeping on a dirt floor if you outside in the slave quarters. Right. Like, I had her own cabin. Like, bruh. It's me. <laughs> Time hours. But I also would have tried to run like she did. Like I would have milked that to get out of there. I would I know I would have attempted to run. But in the meanwhile, I'm not my pride ain't that strong to be like right. I'll be in the fields because But then it was also her husband, so she felt safety and security with him from the aspect that in real her real life in the twentieth century, this is her husband. He takes care of her. They made vow to be vows to be together and now that they're stuck in the 1800s it's like I'm gonna still stick by his side no matter how these slaves think I look because it's my husband like right to y'all he look like my master but I know the deal and I'm comfortable right now and I'm safe mm -hmm. yeah if it was like the true 1800s like they didn't know each other I don't know I would probably milk it but from the operation of fear of like okay if I don't be subjective to him is this my life but then on the other hand it's like I'm living good so yeah I want to be here but it's like well if I really didn't want to be here could I could I not even like that's where like the whole you know rape stuff came into play but it's like okay right. let, let me and let me allow myself to enjoy this so I can live in this comfort versus what it could be. So that's like a tough thing because you know you was still a secret regardless. Like if it was the true, like master wasn't flying you around. And then you got to go back, even if you were in the house. I mean, there's 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 always been that whole... Uh, distinction between house and field workers. I mean, the whole thing with the the color of your skin and all of that. So I mean, regardless, somebody always thought they were more inferior or was perceived to be more inferior to the other. So there's also the benefit of like, for Alice, it wasn't a secret. He eventually lets them call him dad and not master. They get their freedom papers, especially since that little boy came out looking like a white person. Like, there's so many other benefits. I think I would have been mad at a person like Sarah. Because Sarah is now bossing around other slaves. Like, to me, that would have pissed me off. Like, girl, 
get over yourself. But, like, I understood where her job was, but I feel like that would piss me off more than the person getting raped by the master. But, I mean, it's, it's that person getting raped by the master and they trying to come back as if it's not rape, though. Like, be like, honey child, now. You just got them good childbearing hips. Go <laughs> on, sit down and shut this corn. Shut your mouth. <laughs> like he did with that girl. What was her name, Alana? With the T. Tess. 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 That's exactly what happened when Waylon was done with her, and then she got sent to the field all of a sudden. That's why you gotta run before that happened. <laughs> that would have been my logic. You're not gonna get tired of me. Right. Yeah. That's that's fair. I would not have made a strong slave like I would think. Like in the ideal world I like to be much stronger than I am. I just know I would have I would have had a better I I needed a better life. I would have just been the hoe. Like I wouldn't have had no black friends. <laughs> I just, just would have been dead. No. I wouldn't lie. Right. I know I would live a short life because I, I got an attitude. And yeah. then I'm going to try to run, but in the meanwhile, I'm going to be a hoe. But then, too, it's like, played. like, we're talking because we know of the past, but, like, in that moment, though, it's like, do you think he would still have the same perspective? Because, like, we're talking, like, okay, yeah. Like, if we were born into it? Yeah. It's like, is that um, all you know? So. I'm not going to be the field here. I already know. I feel like if I was born into it, I would just, you know, suck it up and be used to it. Yeah. But if it was like a Dana situation where I suddenly get transported from 2021 into 1819, I'm going to be out here causing havoc and they're not going to like me. Exactly. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I an attitude to be a field hand. They would kill me very early. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would wreak havoc because... It would be a problem. I just can't see myself. I, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. I'd be running all this freaking time. I don't know. Maybe I, <laughs> I would definitely escape every other day. I would definitely try to escape every other day. But I don't know if I would talk back as much. I don't know if I would. There will be times where I probably would, but sometimes I would bite my tongue just to see if I can. I feel like I would be in the damned if I do, damned if I don't, and take that to the next level and talk back all the time. <laughs> and I just think I would just be a hot mess. It wouldn't work. I don't know, man. I just hope that I'll never, that would never happen. <laughs> no, right? Thank God we didn't have to deal with that. I was about to say the same thing. Like, shout out to them because they made it. And they obviously made it because we here. Hallelujah. Hiya. Roger, a little light skin, some nice light. <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, my mom's side. My mom's side has it all up in there. I don't know how it worked out or where they from, but they definitely got like two. It's it's not too far. It's like two or three generations. Like I think it's a great, great, either two greats or three great grandmothers who was 
raped and like her son came out blue eyes red hair and there's a and this is on my dad's side and there's a cousin she's probably a second cousin like she has red hair like gray eyes like looks lo looks like a female version of the great great uh yeah. yeah yeah i got family like that on my mom's side my because my great grandmother on my mom's side so my mom's mom's mom yes it's very very fair-skinned and has a german last name from what i heard and so i don't know how it got all mixed up in there i ain't never asked i should ask but they're very fair-skinned couple of my cousins got red hair <laughs> like blue eyes definitely some 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 yeah, one thing I'm going to have to just sit and talk, figure out that whole side. Because I did um, Ancestry. Have any of y'all ever done that before? I have not, but I want to. I need to. Same. I, yeah, I've done it. I mean, it's very general, but at least on there you can, if depending on what plan you have, you can like put in, start with who you know. So like your parents, grandparents, and figure out like birth certificates i know my cousin has gone as far as um i think as far as like great 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 grandparents on like one side of the family tree so like she's a second cousin but on that side of the family she's figured out all of that because like on that side of the family there was there's like five kids but they all got, they all grew up separated from each other. So even under that, there's like more, it's like one stayed with the mama and one stayed with one grandma. Somebody else stayed with another grandma. Cause you know, back in those days, it was hard to feed. Right. So, but yeah, I just know, I just know one, one side of the family is rooted in the deep South Mississippi. Like, Country. Yeah, country. I don't know my daddy's dad's side because my uncle did some kind of. He's from Canada, so it was their version of ancestry, um, and he was able to dig some things up. But even from that information, I didn't get like slave information. So we were definitely just from the Caribbean. I was about to say, yeah, you, y'all might not. Y'all might not have, because y'all from, both of your parents are, they have that lineage, like, coming straight from the Caribbean, so, I mean, we got back to, we got, through the 1800s, the information, oh, yeah. they, it didn't say, like, oh, it was a slave plantation, we got their names and everything, and then we got a picture of a woman, I guess she would be one of my great, great grandmothers, um, that's it. Like yeah, I need to do some digging. What I think will be interesting is if I do the ancestry thing <laughs> and it doesn't say the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. thing. I thought, to be honest, I thought I was going to have more more Native American in me than white. And I only have like less than 1% of Native American. So I'm like a 70-30 split with 70% percent 
African American and thirty percent like European, and I was highly upset about that. <laughs> I was disappointed to say the least. But you know, <laughs> can't help that. Right. It is what it is. I'm wondering if there'll be some Asian on my side because on my dad's side, <clears throat> like they say, coolie Jamaican. Of like the Chinese Jamaican men, which is why our hair is so soft. Mm. I think that'll be very interesting. Oh, we should do that as a as a group. Well, Raz already did it, but you know. See where we're from? Yeah. It's expensive. I know, that's why I haven't done it yet. But I feel like it would be worth it. Maybe yeah, I we use have, we usually have deals. Use my stimulus chip. <laughs> we get another stimmy. I hope so. They've been talking about it. So I hope so. Well, yeah. Come on, kindred folk. Give us that stimmy check. <laughs> there was a question. Because this is a sci fi book, it's kind of away from the, the slave talk. But not really. But there's uh, questions in the back of the book. I love books like this with questions in the back. <laughs> but, okay, so this is definitely sci-fi. Octavia Butler is fantastic sci-fi author. I've read a few of her other books as well. That we should probably bring to the podcast. Uh, but later. Anyway, so this question says, a common trend in time travel, uh, time in the time travels of science fiction, Assumes that one should not tamper with the past, lest you disrupt the present. But she ignores this in this book and some of the other books that I've read of her. She kind of ignores it there too. So like, there is this theme in the book where Dana's like, I can't, you know, make too many changes because then I might not be here. Like, what happens to me if? You know, such and such happens. Um, and so, but we still see that these, these small little changes happen. Like, there's no way Dana exists, but still also interrupts some of the events that happens there without anybody knowing. Like, that just sounds weird that her present self exists, but is also saving the life of her master. Who was there to save him before all of those times? You know what I mean? Like, if Dana's future self is going back and saving her ancestor, like, how does that work type of idea? And I thought it was just a pretty cool thing to think about. Yeah, I just want to just shout out the fact that somebody black is talking about sci-fi because, you know, that's not a popular topic mm -hmm. within black culture in general yeah. so um yeah just how she incorporated it and made it more not quote-unquote weird not like the typical sci-fi that we would not think like, like aliens and, and, <laughs> and things of that nature because when you first said sci-fi i was like oh god what are we gonna be reading i don't want to be reading <laughs> This like Lovecraft country <laughs> yeah but um 
yeah so that's that's just one thing i want to highlight how she incorporated and i guess it made it more familiar because even though it's slavery and it's it's part of our history and it's like a it's a dead horse being beaten sometimes but how she incorporated it and with the time travel that was that just made it more interesting it wasn't like just a uh, here we go with an old slave 12 Kunta Kente big toe chopped off type book. But, um, but yes, to go to your point though with the time traveling tampering, I mean, regardless if you, how can you not be tempted to alter because the fact that you're, you're, you're even present in the past changes things. Yeah. So, I mean, her just being there, like, even if she didn't even do anything, her just being there and being noticed could affect things in general. So, unless she was, like, invisible, unless she would have been invisible or, like, some type of, in it, like, object. I don't see me leaving my family there. I feel like I would have held their hand when I was disappearing again. Like, that would have been my M.O. Like, sorry, yeah, I got to get out of here. But this. that was the thing. She don't. She doesn't think that she would have existed. So she had to wait a certain amount of time anyway. Because like her with the water, I just, her great her great grandmother. Like she could have killed Rufus off or just let him drown the very first time she saw him. And then she's like, "Well, I, I wouldn't be here." I think once Alice had her kids, I'd be telling her, "Hold on to your kids. We're going back." Yeah. Yeah my risk and took them back with me i would have just took that risk i mean i'm already here yeah that's fair or so but i don't see me just leaving knowing that's my blood family mm-hmm. i'm not leaving you there yeah so like, but everything she did seem on that rope would have taken me out because i would have felt like i could have took her back home with me Mm-hmm. yeah because i was thinking about like there's shows and movies and things even lovecraft country is a very popular show have y'all watched that before it's sci-fi yeah, it's, it's, on my, it's on my list to watch i've heard it's good okay, i gotta watch it it's really good it's a little out like some of it is definitely a little out there it's not as tame as like octavia butler sci-fi but it did have some elements of time travel in it and they had to like find ways to not disrupt <laughs> history so that it didn't affect the future or whatever. But that's just a common theme, I think, in in sci-fi like that, like the butterfly effect. Y'all remember that movie? Ashton Kutcher was in a long time ago, I'm where he was fan, but I've heard of it. I've not watched. He, it. So he went back in time and was like trying to change things, bad things that was happening in his life. Like one of his friends got killed or something and so he tried to stop that from happening and anytime he changed something it like messed up his whole future and his direction in life and so that's just a common thing I think that she kind of ignored here in a sense y'all should watch Lovecraft Country it's good you should watch it you should watch it this book would not be my choice to read ever again not into any of this. <laughs> I made it through. The writing was excellent. Is it the slave stuff? It's all of it. None of it was for me. Okay. It's not my type of book. But again, because the writing was excellent, I could make it through it. 
but I wouldn't like if you were like, let's read the sequel. I'm good. There's but, no sequel, thankfully. But, <laughs> and I also wanted to make sure I read one of her books. Like, you can't be a reader and not read somebody like Octavia Butler ever. That's true. Um, so I'm willing to give my respect, just like I did with Eric Jerome Dickey, but never again. <laughs> oh, no. Baby, R.I.P. to you, but sir, you are not my cup of tea. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I remember reading this book the first time I read it, maybe four or five years ago. It's been a while. And I was just like, couldn't stop reading. And then I read some more of her books and I couldn't stop reading. Yeah, she's a great writer. She's not my I've read yeah. some books that I've enjoyed and just not this <laughs> Well, Have you guys read Beloved? I can't read it. It's a it's a lot happening in that book. But like the color purple is one of my faves. I just I love Alice Walker books though. Like Mm -hmm. I want to eventually have her whole collection and eventually read all of them on here. But it sounds like we probably won't. (laughs) What all of them on novel Black Girl? Yeah, I like I like Song of Solomon. I like the Bluest Eye. I like yeah, I like. Maybe one one every six months, one at one one a year. I'm glad we see novel black girl lasted for years and years to come because we can't. That's fair. Like I didn't plan on bringing another Octavia Butler book out until like next year. Praise <laughs> the Lord. The other ones, I think. I don't know, Renee. I, don't I read know. it. I read it all the way through. I'm gonna read it. I'm not excited. The other one I like. Back to back, like Ross sound like she wanted to do. <laughs> right. Like, let's just have a full year of reading my Oh, no, 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 no. I understand. You need some breaks. Like, Alice Walker, I would probably, like, rotate through, like, twice a year. Be be my selection. <laughs> Tony Morrison, all of them. That's what Ross would read. The class. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony was Alice Walker. Yeah, all of it. Your eyes were watching. God was a good one. I also like the new books, though. Yeah, uh, our our next few books are gonna be a change of pace for you. I'm not worried about the book. I'm excited about it. Listen, I liked it. I was a little hesitant, but I knew it was mild sci-fi, so I didn't think it would be that bad. I almost wish it went further. Like I think I would have been okay with the aliens and crime. That's fair. I don't know. Something about this book didn't hit for me, mm-hmm. but I think I would actually be okay going deeper into like traditional sci-fi. I think I would have been That's okay fair. with that. I always appreciate good writing anyway, whether I love the book or not so that's fair Eric Jerome Dickey well respected appreciate him I can't get with his writing <laughs> let alone the topic I couldn't do it I, I didn't make it through that one but I'm glad I purchased his books to support him before he died that's all I got for him that's fair uh, speaking of like our, you know, wonderful black legends, Cicely Tyson. R.I.P. R.I.P. She just released a book. I know. Like a week ago. We and so, it. I was going to say, maybe we should read it, because I bet it's bomb. Yeah. 
96 years of life in a memoir, honey. Ooh. I bet it's amazing. I'm super down. Man, I, I, I hope they probably didn't get a chance to, but if she was able to, like, for audio versions, be able to read it, that would have been... I bet she didn't. Um, you don't think so? Like, well, it depends on, like, how... They're usually already recorded by the time the book's released. Okay. Let me check. If y'all don't have Audible, get y'all Audible. One day we're going to be sponsored by Audible. Oh, <laughs> it was read by Cicely Tyson, Viola Davis, and Robin Miles. I'm Viola. So, this sounds exciting. Y'all want to read that next? It's long. Guys ain't gonna read it. Never mind. I listen to it. It's sixteen hours to listen to, so I know it's a long book. Well, we can switch that out for my book. Your book sounds good. Oh, you want to switch it out for February? Nah, because you can read February's book. February's book is short. Oh, just a heads up, listeners. Our February book is the Memo by Minda Hartz. Unless we change it, but it sounds like we're not going to. We're not changing February. Yeah, February is short month, but not February. I need February right now. For those of you who have a career and you're thinking about how that plays out as a person of color, that's what the memo is. It's a memo for women of color um, working their way up through leadership and the experiences they have. So, Sounds fantastic. I'm excited to read this one. It's yeah. different from our nonfiction that we've been reading. Right. I mean, I fiction that we've been reading yeah true good to change up the pace yeah but now but, but now who are we gonna who's gonna be that old wise great aunt or grandma sitting on the porch davis we got that girl that played in holiday heart i can't remember her name she's an excellent actress oh um talking about what is it Why am I forgetting her name? Lynn something. Alfre Woodard. Alfre Woodard. We have Loretta, Loretta Devine. We got several people. Okay. Angela. Now, Angela, she don't look as bad yet. Yeah, Angela. She she's, she's, old. she's older. Yeah, she's like 60. She's 60, but she don't look it. We got to wait for her to be 90, legit to be 90. Well, that's what we're talking about. Are we not? Cicely Tyson looked like she was about 50 for nah, 40 years. Nah, Cicely looked like she was 50 when she was 20, though. Have you watched her original movies? Yeah. She's always been the older person Good. back in her 20s. She's been old forever. Like, my whole life she's been old, and she looked yeah. the same up until the last, like, 10 years. Her and Morgan Freeman have looked old all their lives. And they're age well. Morgan Freeman looks great now for his age. Because yeah. he's remained how he's always been. It's <laughs> around. Morgan Freeman's like 70. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's probably, probably not pushing 92, ain't he? I mean, Morgan oh, yeah. Curious. Watching him like 70 and just look. That's what I said. <laughs> he's got to be pushing 90. No, he's got to be because he was... Principal Clark in the 80s. He's 83. Another June baby. Shout out to Dana from Kindred being born on June 9th. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, Here we go. That's why she made it, y'all. That's why she made it. It's like Gemini Spirit. She can navigate two worlds. 
I think she also made it because her white husband. Big fact. Shout out to Kevin. Because if I was the wife of the man going back and forth, I don't know if I'm going with you, boo. Mm-mm. I'm going to get your bag ready every time you come I'm back. I'm going to toss that thing to you. <laughs> this man was going and like, we all hugging to go to this. Nothing. Although if I was white and my husband was black going back into slavery times, yes, I would have gone with him. But yeah. me being black, am I going back to Antebellum Fox with you? No, I'm good. You as a white woman wasn't going to help this black man, no? Yeah, they white That's women didn't have dead dead at that point. You could have seduced Rufus. You could have done a little more. He's dead at that point. That would have been dead at that point. I don't know. I couldn't do it. Uh, listen. Sheesh. I That's like dying with your husband, like you talked about from the buddy book. Can't yeah, we, we all is. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't we ain't waiting for our husband in jail. You know what I thought about too? Do you while you're doing this back and forth? I mean, to be fair, they was only what they said it was maybe a span of a year that all of this was happening. I don't even think it was that long. It wasn't was even it? that long. I don't even think they made it out. They made it to like the fourth of July, from June 9th to like around the fourth of July, because that was the last what? time. That was it. Mm-hmm. The last time she went, it was the 4th of July. He was coming in. The friends were trying to convince them to go. Oh, the one of her time periods in the South was like eight months. I don't know why I was thinking. Yeah, she not was in real life. Real yeah, life was in June 9th yeah. to July 9th. So like three weeks. That's crazy. Right. But do you like, I don't know. Do you get Have a baby while you in the South? Mm-mm. No, thank you. I'm gonna wait till we make it out of here. Wow, like Kevin came back old. I remember he also talked about watching women die in childbirth there. Like, she would have died. Yeah, but her baby wouldn't have aged. But she would have died. The baby would have died too. He was really traumatized by that that situation he saw. So there was a. He said there was a woman giving birth and they had her strapped to the bed. So she, she wasn't supposed to be. She was getting whooped to the point where she miscarried the baby. Yeah, they beat her until she gave birth, essentially, and the baby just kind of fell out of her onto the floor. Oh, wow. It was really, really ridiculous. And In Kevin words, was extremely tra- traumatized. In the words of Renee, that's aggressive. It is. That's very aggressive. Yeah. That's too much. I could like, yeah, no, I wouldn't have had no baby. I don't know if Rufus was mean. Or do you think he had a change? Did you ever like Rufus? I think I think Rufus had some mental uh, issues. Like some daddy issues? Like, he needed therapy for sure. You think so? I feel like Rufus was a man of his time. Yeah. And he was conflicted and I couldn't blame him. Like, I feel like if Dana was able to stay consistently, he would have been a much better man that we actually ended up liking. But because her presence was every few years or so, he got influenced by the times he was living in. That was a hard position to navigate. Yeah, that's fair. Because he, he, I think his dad rubbed off on him a lot. Like, he was just outright disrespectful. And he, uh-huh. everything he did looked a lot like what his dad did. That's fair. Because he treated his mom like crap a few times, too. And it was just like, bruh. That girl got on my nerves. 
She yeah, did. She was. She could have gone. I was like, her. I have a show like, is she dead yet? She ain't dead yet. <laughs> she not dead. If was a good one, I would have poisoned her. Something would have happened immediately. But what? Miss Sarah? In there. Put these pills hey. on Miss Sarah called her a bitch every time she got the chance to. <laughs> what, what was the, the mama's name again? Annoying. Margaret. And I feel like I ain't, I'm not taking up for, for for Maggie, for Margaret. But uh, I just felt like she was just jealous. Like, I felt like she was jealous of the slaves and how, not, not jealous of them, but like the fact that, you know, good and well, your son and your uh, husband. Everybody got more attention than this shit. Yeah, they can have, yeah, they're not looking at you. All yeah, the time. Kevin. She wanted Kevin, so she was jealous of Dana because she liked to speak to Kevin all the time. That's true. Yeah. She did want Kevin. Her, her husband didn't sound like he uh, he was worth much of anything. So, And Kevin, they described him like he was handsome. So, you know. Her husband saved the day, though. At least he was a man of his word. He the one that got Kevin back. Rufus wasn't shit. <laughs> True. It was Mr. Waylon who reached out to Kevin and told him. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, that's just insane. I can't imagine it. I would have ruined my history because I would have killed Margaret the first time she was looking at my husband. <laughs> would have died. I would have killed Waylon. I'd have never got Kevin back. I'd have been a hot mess and messed up all the history. It would have been rough out there. I I wouldn't have made it back home. I see. I would have, because my mouth would have been slick. Well, I guess she did always get back home right when she was like, you know, about to. Yeah, I was about to say, Renee, you probably if you if you was mouthing off, I'd be home. I might be injured when I got home, but I'd be home. Right, she by the end of it, she ain't had no arm no more. That'd be me. Arm, leg. Welts up her back. Sheesh. What her cousin say is he hit you. <laughs> but like that's so that's so one of the things that really tripped me out was like the fact that she whatever happened to her in the past came back to the present, but yet physically Age-wise, she never changed. Yeah. So that that really tripped me out. I'm like, okay, so you going back the same? Cause the black don't crack in the sci-fi world. <laughs> it don't don't in the real world either. But still, though, I'm like, how? She was never there But I mean, everything that she what what might have felt like months, weeks was actually like maybe thirty minutes. Whatever happened to her followed her. And like yeah. not that's that's what just like I would think maybe that because you're right you're right even though it was thirty minutes in her present time I just like even when she was in the south the longest time she spent there was maybe a couple of months it was eight months yeah so she wouldn't have aged drastically in that eight months either whereas Kevin was there for like five six mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and so he would have those signs of aging. 
But like, but he was. Is it just because he didn't have a chance to come back? Yeah, to the present? he was stuck there that whole time. So she was only so there for a few months. We don't change that drastically in eight months. So he, like, so Kevin was even like Kevin might have been thirty four. Right. He might he aged to like. 39. He was getting in trouble. Like, he wasn't living a good life. He was over there free and slaves and getting beat up by the white people. Like, and he's white, so, he you know, that white. don't help either. Right. He was always pissing somebody off. Right. And he's white. Be Abraham Lincoln. You gotta marry a white boy. At least marry you a Kevin. <laughs> right. Facts. Cause he was like, uh, my family said they don't mess with you, but I'm still getting married. You, you down? <laughs> well, he only had his sister anyway. Yeah. Did you get married to a white boy if his family wasn't feeling him? No, I'm not doing that. Probably ain't doing that with no regular body. I don't know, maybe because it ain't the marriage ain't the family. The marriage ain't the family though, but you need support. That's like a uh, oh. Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah, it's a Nigerian woman and her her Nigerian husband. His family don't didn't approve of the marriage, and they haven't spoken in like years. So they're both Nigerian. They're both Nigerian. Different I don't remember. Tribes. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but the His they didn't approve. Along with her mom. Because she thought her mom acted like she was better. So a tiff between the two moms then made her. Because, you know, you marry the family. Yeah. And so for them, they weren't approving for him to marry that family. But they still got married. He ain't talked to his parents. They don't come to stuff with the kids. They got three kids. Mm-hmm. Two boys. And they, and they ain't been around. For, it's crazy. So I can't imagine that with a black man, let alone a white one. I can. If God tells me that's my husband, I don't care what nobody else is doing in the world. I, uh-huh. it, I would do it, but I'm just saying I would. it would mess me up. Yeah. Okay. That would mess me up. So I mean, like, I, people like, I, would, want, I would want the, what you say, Renee? I said people's feelings are ever changing too, so I, I I don't think I would sacrifice my marriage. Just be praying that their feelings would change in our favor eventually. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I agree. I'm not gonna stop from getting married, but now unless yeah. they had legit reasons, like he ain't no like good. Like that fiance episode when he was beating on her. Yeah, that <laughs> that type of thing. Then I could understand. But if they just like, oh, I don't like his mama. <laughs> I'm going to be like, bro, suck it up. Yeah. Or I don't like that she's black. Or her eyebrows is shaped funny. Like, if it's something stupid like that. Would you make him choose between his family? Like, okay, so Kevin's white. Kevin's family doesn't like him. So let's say they come around, right? You guys get married. They eventually come around. They still low-key don't like you. They just don't want to write him off completely. What happens when you have kids and you got black babies now? Can they go over there with that side of the family? Like, how does that work? They would have to watch the... There would be some observation. Like, you come over to the house and I see how you interact with them type thing. I don't know. Right off the bat, 
I'm not sending the, the children if, over there. If I was worried that they would harm my kids, no. Would you not be if your babies are black and they said that about you, black woman? If they said they don't like me because I'm black. Like his Kevin's family did. Not that they're not, if they're not, if I don't think they're going to harm my children. That's what I'm saying. Because like, at the end of the day, it's still got their blood in there too. I'm not sending my kids. That's a privilege you lost. You can see them at my house and at their birthday parties and that's about it. You can't even take them to brunch without me. Because the microaggressions are real. That's fair. Well, that's that's when I wouldn't even want to be do anything with them either because I don't want to deal with them. That's why my original question was, would you make your husband choose between your family with him and his original family? I just I don't know if I can marry a white man. Yeah. I wouldn't choose if, if that was if that was my life. I'd be like, well, if you want your your people to see our children, you need to be present at all times. So, Texting Bell Collective. This is literally what happened. I have her. watched it. Married a white man. He's from Mississippi, and she wanted kids, but part of it was I don't want kids with your family. Like she's dealt with all the racism with them being together, so they got a divorce. What show was it? Bell Collective. It's only like on its second or third episode. Yeah. It's uh, about black entrepreneur, black women entrepreneurs in Mississippi. Jackson. Yeah. It's actually it's, it's, it's solid. Mm-hmm. It's solid. I don't know. I just. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. Because it would just be so much in my mind all the time. Like, even if your parents are saying, yeah, we're fine, you know. I don't think my mama is the right mother-in-law for a white man. I can't forget that out without laughing. <laughs> my mom's personality is a hoop for black men, so I know he's got to be a strong white boy for me to bring him home. That's real. My mom would not care. Yeah, my mom wouldn't care at all. My mom would, I don't think my mom would care at this point because I think at this point she's like, marry and have children, please. <laughs> but I just, for his sake. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom would My mom would be fine. She tried to, some, who was it? I think she was going to like physical therapy for something. And she was like, yeah, he's... He's around your age. I was asking if he was single. Girl, if you could try to hook me up with random people. I was like, is he black? She said, no. Ma, no. I think the only way my mom would, then this is going to make it sound real bad, is if he had the coins, maybe. <laughs> like, this rich time white boy is interested. My mama stay finding some man close to my age and saying, oh, he would be nice. Ma'am, no. Set me up. No, thank you. I'll take it. Because some of the people I be knowing, and I'm like, Mama, no. <laughs> I present all the options and let me decline who I want to decline. And sometimes I don't even know if she, if her gaydar works like it needs to. <laughs> like, right, right, like, ma'am. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have that issue with my mama. If she presents somebody to me, I know they got money and a career and they're attractive. Bare minimum, my mom's always presented. People with money, a good career, and they're cute. Because she thinks about things like, look at their hair, look at their brain, my grandchildren. 
See, my mind just reads off of, you know. Mm-mm. Why they vibe? My mama just be reading off of vibes and stuff. Like, are they a good person? Are they kind? <laughs> she don't. Mm-hmm. Your mama, though, is adamant about, like, marriage and then kids. My mama is like, get you a man and have a baby. <laughs> like, she'd like me to get married, but that is not a big deal breaker or anything like that. Yeah. That's fair. Raz, would you let your mama hook you up with somebody? No. Would she try to hook you up with a white boy? Probably so. She... She's always said, she said, well, I feel like you're going to be with somebody white when you get older. But I can see it. I can totally see that, Rob. I can I can see it. How could how would that work? It wouldn't work. <laughs> like, they would have to be so black inside. Like, they wouldn't. Like, no, they wouldn't. I don't even see you with the blackity black black ninja. So I could definitely see you with the white boy. I don't think you can handle the blackity black black. What's blackity black black though? The hood nigga that made it out. Oh, I could. Well, actually, I like those types, but I'm not. I'm not dying for nobody, and I'm snitching. So, you know what? Like I said way back in the beginning, I won't hold black black babies. Yeah, that's right. So. According to your Ancestry.com, impossible. Like I said, they won't be able to happen just due to history. You're already 30% in that thing. Go on and... Right. Even it out a little more. No. So clearly Kevin out here is riding and dying for his woman. And as we have learned from previous podcasts, the Lit Chicks, we we definitely ain't dying. And mm-hmm. we're going to be asking where we ride it too. So, shout out to Kevin for his loyalty. Mm-hmm. So, on that note. If you haven't read Kindred, make sure you go ahead and support Octavia Butler. It's a really good book. It's a really good introductory book to into sci-fi if you've never read sci-fi before. Why not read from a black author? Um, join us for our next book. We're going to be switching it up and we're reading The Memo by Minda Hartz. Um, so for those of you who are women of color or just a woman in general and you're thinking about leveling up or you're experiencing some of the challenges of being a person of color as you level up in your career and leadership roles, that's what this book is about. It is not a fiction text, um, but more like a self-help type book. So I'm super excited about that. Go ahead and purchase that and read along with us. And we will see you next time. Be safe, y'all. Bye, y'all. See you soon.